a playlist original. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Blockbuster. My name is Gaius Bowling, and I have a special guest on with me today. Actually, um, he he recorded with us before, but then the episode had technical difficulties, and then I didn't get to release it. Um, but this one should be completely fine, and uh, he will finally be an official guest on Back to the <laughs> Blockbuster. What's up, Tony? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, hi. Yeah, I was. It was pretty funny. We were recording. Uh, episode for signs the right, 20th right. anniversary yeah and unfortunately you had kept having difficulties so yeah that was a fun episode. we had a fun conversation there but yeah thank you for having me back yeah yeah no problem yeah it was a fun episode and believe me we tried to salvage it it just kept dropping and dropping it was the internet and a bunch of other stuff um but you were completely understanding and i was like whenever i can have you on again i would love to have you on so thank you for coming back today yeah yeah no problem um so for those that uh don't know um uh let everyone know about your instagram page and then also about your podcast i know when you were a guest on our show even though we didn't uh put it out there i think you had were just about to start it or you had just started it no it was in the process we were trying we i think we recorded like a test episode and we hadn't really i think we released it like a few weeks later but yeah it's been going great i mean we just recorded episode 14 and we're getting into our flow nice. and uh yeah it's 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 cool i mean i love talking movies and tv and um oh uh for my ig it's the sertone underscore reviews i do a lot of reviews there a lot of rankings that get me in trouble with some people but hey whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone thinks like everyone thinks that like you know they think about their top films from 1998 and they see yours and they're like well, where's this movie at? What about this movie? Like, why is that movie number one? Yeah. yeah the, it's always like you, somebody. I, <laughs> yeah, I try to be nice and I, I, I don't try to troll. I mean, you're going to get trolls in every post. And I just nicely say, why don't you make your own top 10 and I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I won't respond. Like, yeah, and exactly. And then and then I won't like troll you. I will actually give you like constructive criticism about what I thought yeah, yeah, about yeah. your top ten. Not like, oh, that movie's trash. Why is it on your list? Like, yeah, give me, it's, give it's, me something it's, different. <laughs> it's like the very it's like there's a very small percentage of people who do that. So the, the oh, vast yeah, majority sure. of people are great. It's yeah. just that you know you have a thousand people saying, oh, that's great, and then you have that one person like just kind of gets on your nerves and you, yeah, you yeah. Gotta let it go you gotta let it go i mean like you know what that's fine if it's not for you just move on exactly um so your podcast it so you're it's two of you right you have it's you and another co-host yeah co-host yeah uh she goes under stygian films okay uh it's called the real spotlight and our ig page for the podcast is the underscore real spotlight and we do tvs kind of everything today yeah. we <laughs> today actually we were talking about trailers. So when you messaged me about talking about trailers, I'm like, I kind of started laughing. I'm like, oh, I want to be talking about trailers. <laughs> all, all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, thank you for being on. And uh, and, and then we're also going to, we'll link all of your stuff uh, at the bottom of the description of this episode so everyone can find you on Instagram. And also uh, listen, rate, and subscribe to your uh, podcast as well. Cool. Uh, yeah, I remember when you were talking about it before we started recording, recording the signs episode and like it is fun it's a fun like thing to get into and then you meet a lot of cool people and like collaborate and and then you're also trying to find your groove with your show i mean like we ours just had a year anniversary in november and you know it's still like evolving like we just we we yeah. just recorded like a spinoff ep- uh, episode uh this week and yeah, like we felt your, yeah yeah we felt comfortable enough to do that now that it's been like a year and like even the main show is kind of changing where I'm like kind of rotating like different guests in and out, which has also been really good because you get a lot of, you get different energy and uh, yeah. different perspectives. So that part's fun to you as well. Yeah, I think with every episode we do, when I edit, I'm trying to learn something from each episode to bring to the next one. And that's something cool. Like, hmm, okay, I'm going to try to do this or yeah. let's try to incorporate this and and. It, like I said, it's been a fun ride, and hopefully, you know, this is just the beginning. 
yeah and yeah keep it going for sure i mean it, it gets more fun and then like you kind of like can learn from like what's working and what's not working uh if anything though the best thing about it is like the collaboration though that you can potentially have with other people and yeah. like kind of cross promote and because everyone's trying to it's a crowded field like i mean podcasting in general is crowded field but like entertainment media yeah, pop yeah. culture another very crowded field so when people are willing to help each other in it it's pretty cool it's pretty nice to see yeah it. i just uh interviewed a young director i think you've probably seen him on instagram uh william atticus parker he did 40 weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah i interviewed him the other day so that was kind of my first official interview, interview. Nice. So really well so that'll be in the new episode that drops tomorrow well, very cool. Well, everyone will get a chance to listen to it. And then uh, some of the other episodes are already dropped as well. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you're, I mean, at least you've already been on talking trailers. So like you're, you're ready for a yeah. <laughs> trailer talk, trailer talk. Uh, before we get into that, though, I wanted to jump into something that kind of got reported like late last night and then carried on into the morning. But people have been talking about it a while um, about whether or not to call uh, Black Adam a... I don't even want to say success, but like people are like trying to treading water about calling it like a disappointment or a, flop. Like a bomb or yeah, a bomb. Right. Because like before the movie came out, uh, one of the producers said that the threshold was $450 million globally to even to break even. That was like the, the number they need to hit because yeah. it has a pr- production budget of like reportedly 195 to 200 million plus a hundred million dollar marketing spend uh, Warner Brothers claims it's less at 80, but that's like tomato, tomato. It's still a big yeah. <laughs> amount of money for marketing. Um, plus, you know, like movie, movie theater owners get like a large chunk of box yeah. office earnings as well. Um, get a so, big chunk. yeah. Uh, and so, so far the movie has grossed $387 million worldwide. It's slowing down significantly and they think it might kind of just, just make it to 400 million. Um, which means they're looking at a potential loss of 50 to $100 million on the movie. Um, they were saying that the bar for success, realistically, what talking to like rivals and not, not Warner Brothers, they won't give you this number, but yeah. they were saying $600 million globally was like the perfect number for it to hit to, yeah. for them to be comfortable with like, you know, green lighting a sequel, doing all this other stuff that they want to do. Um, now there is the whole digital thing is apparently it's doing really well right now um at home uh because it was released digitally over uh thanksgiving break yeah um they're expecting about 25 to 30 million more from that before he hits hbo max um but you're still looking at a potential loss and like i just you know i like dwayne johnson a lot i think he he seems like a very i mean i got to meet him before and he's seems like a very nice guy and I've said it before on the show, if I wanted someone to promote single-handedly promote my project just on their own, it would be him. Yeah. Because he he can build up a lot of, you know, hype and all that stuff. But I don't think even he could I, I told someone that this would be a big test of like his kind of power at the box office. Yeah. And I think that even he like even though like on Instagram, like, you know, the three weeks it was number one, he kept saying like it's the number one movie in the world. And then that was true, it was. But yeah. like the numbers weren't great. Like yeah, after the, the numbers weren't like mind blowing. Right, because after the sixty-seven million dollar opening, it dropped sixty percent in the second weekend. Yeah. Um. Now they were toting the opening as like his biggest opening as him being a lead. Like you know they were trying to like spin the positives of it. But if yeah. you were just like looking at the hard numbers, it wasn't doing what it yeah. should have been doing. And you know there you know I know there was all this talk about it like changing the hierarchy of the dc universe and like all this other stuff um but what do you think do you think that like you know there's money money's been left to the table here are they really kind of considering like what they do next with it or like how they move because i know dc is in this weird place right now where uh things are looking up because they you know they have james gunn and peter saffron like going to be in charge of like dc studios and like kind of like riding that ship a little bit but like you know, is there some cause for concern that this didn't do as well as it probably should have? I think there is because, I mean, let me just say that I think the dude is so charismatic. He's so inspirational. I mean, you look at his IG, you're like, you, the dude is just nonstop. And, yep. you know, he's very, very, very likable. But if you can't 
have one of the biggest quote movie stars in the world, you know, make more than 67 million the opening weekend of a movie that he's been promoting nonstop for. I mean, it's been his brainchild for what? 14 12 years yeah yeah he it's been like a labor of love for that long and then you know as as soon as they could start promoting the thing like you know within the last like year or two like even the smallest things he was pushing out there uh to get the word out uh i think yeah i think if this was like a uh if this black adam movie was a lead that it was like a newcomer then i think these numbers would be big but I yeah. think it's it's being the rock. It right. is kind of a disappointment and let down. Yeah. Yeah. I agree too. I mean, I and like, you know, and it's fine that he will never like admit that, right? He'll never be like, yeah, we could have done a little better. I mean, he's made certain comments because I think IGN posted after uh Wakanda Forever open, like they were saying that it's global gross, like outgross like black adams at that certain point in like a week like, or something. We, in like a week and he actually commented on that post and was basically saying like you know it they're established like not trying to talk shit but like they're yeah, like yeah. established established ip it's not like the same and like we're kind of like the little guy just getting started but that is a far cry from like saying all the stuff that he was saying like yeah. right before it opened like this is going to like change there was like all this like build up behind it and I feel like once it opened and then it kind of didn't do what they expected to do, then it turned the narrative had to turn into like, or we're like the little engine that could. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, yeah, while I was watching the movie, I'm thinking, how are they going to make a sequel to this? Like, are they even going to try to make a sequel? Are they going to have a Black Adam be uh, like a supporting cast member in a, in a Superman movie? Like, I don't yeah, see them like, making a sequel to Black Adam in the near future after these numbers i don't either and i don't see like i mean i i mean i don't know this is gonna sound bad like that he might have like a bit of an ego but i can't see him wanting to play supporting to in a in in someone else's feature like having him him having that character be a supporting player and like someone else's like larger uh story i can't see him doing that either um and which is you know yes i when you say that i'm thinking about dave bautista uh the yeah. route he's doing, he's like being, he's taking uh, smaller roles with better directors, getting in better movies, and he's building up his filmography, as you can say. And now yeah. he's getting more leads or yeah. in the new movie with M. Night. Yeah. And you can see, like, you know what? I don't have to be the badass MFR who never die, or, you know, Kyle the Rock does have an ego. You never see him down or or well maybe in jumanji he did play the he kind of like the, played up the like made fun of his like kind of macho persona by yeah yeah play, by playing opposite like playing soft a little bit like because his avatar is supposed to be like even though his avatar is strong the kid is kind of like yeah a softy and stuff so, yeah yeah so that's but the, the vast really do it. but the vast majority of his movies he's 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 the he didn't kind of a yeah. invincible guy so hopefully i mean he could look at Bautista be like Maybe I should take a little smaller role here or there and just kind of, you know, like kind of like he did this cred kind of like he did earlier in his career. Like, that's kind of how he I mean, I know he did take leads in like certain action movies and stuff. But, you know, like like kind of like what he did with like Be Cool. He took a supporting role in that. He's actually funny in that, like really funny and Be Cool. Like that movie has his issues. But like, you know, maybe he should kind of go the route of like taking it. I know it might be kind of hard because he is. Yeah. The Rock, he is Dwayne Johnson. I think it's funny yeah. that you brought up Dave Batista because, like, when we were talking about Knives Out on here last week, I made the comment that, like, I at first I thought like Dave Batista's comments a long time ago about like when they said that he if he would ever work with like Dwayne Johnson or John Cena because they all come from the wrestling world, yeah. and he basically said like, well, I want to make films, you know, want to make real movies. I remember yeah. thinking that that was like shade, but then like looking at what he's been yeah. doing the last like yeah. his last few roles. It totally makes sense, like the trajectory that he wants to take. Like I understand even it that now. Where... Small, even that small, tiny part in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I mean, yeah. did you ever see The Rock do a little ca- no. a cameo or part like that? Yeah, not at all. And then, and then, like, and, and that's what I'm doing, saying. Like, yeah, with him doing something like that, he got to work with a great director, and he got to work with that great director again 
doing Dune. Yeah. So like that, yeah. and then you know you take stuff like Knives Out, you get to work with Ryan Johnson. You know, uh, now you're working with M Night Shyamalan. Like I, I made a comment, and I know it's kind of like out there a little bit, but I was like, I could see Dave Bautista working with a Spielberg, a Spielberg or a Scorsese before Dwayne Johnson does. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I think, and, and, that, and they could see him. He's probably like really cool on set, and he's probably taking mental notes of everything, yeah. and and he probably doesn't. I'm, I'm talking like I know the guy, but maybe he doesn't have that big <laughs> like ass ego, and he's just kind of he's kind of like, like a sponge, and he's soaking everything in. So yeah, I, I'm rooting for him, but I, I because I can see what he's trying to do. And like I said, I still like The Rock. I still think he's real likable and all that. Yeah, but I just I hope so he figures out. I don't know if he has any projects coming up, but um, I just hope yeah. he like, finds movies that are more smaller. Yeah, I know the one. Or I like, think you know, we could see like the real him. Oh, yeah, more of his range. I know I know that he's filming that Christmas, I think, Amazon movie with Chris Evans right now, which I, I forgot the description. It was a weird. He said it was a mix of like a bunch of stuff. And I was like, uh, <laughs> like kind of like. It's it doesn't it sounds like typical like Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, we need to see a movie of him not being him. Right. Like, like show, not show being some, the rock in the show some vulnerability yeah. a little bit, maybe. I you know, I actually yeah. liked I actually liked Black Adam. I thought I was entertained by it. Like it did for me mm-hmm. what some DC films haven't done lately, and it actually like entertained me. And uh I can see why critics didn't love it, because it it, there was very little like story, but it was still yeah. like a fun, fun movie to watch. But I, you know, even though he, people were saying that like, oh, he doesn't have as much charisma in this. He like he because his character is a little bit different from other stuff he's played. I still just saw Dwayne Johnson playing Dwayne Johnson, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. I mean, like yeah. it's he's I mean he's likable dude. So like I'm not taking anything away from him for that. But like it's hard for him to break out of that unless he really wants to try to play something. Yeah. completely different i think yeah. but like yeah, you know it should be interesting yeah yeah i think so too and like i imagine like you know i, I the people at warner brothers like for so you have the bit one of the biggest movie stars in the world and like it's this movie's barely going to struggle to get to 400 million worldwide um and now you yeah. have to rely they were, probably, to, they were, oh, yeah, they were probably banking on this they probably weren't even worrying about this movie they're like oh no. that's in the bank we're not have to worry about this let's yeah. let's focus on other movies and now they're like oh shit we gotta eat the eat some crow yeah, here or like, be like Damn, we gotta bit, yeah. we gotta eat a lot of a lot yeah <laughs> because i imagine uh duane's uh is his um paycheck from the movie part of the budget or is that separate yeah, no no it i'm sure you got like 20 million out of it um yeah I'm, I'm sure it is and like he seems like one of those people that would want to work out a like kind of like percentage of the box office kind of deal too like yeah kind of like arnold yeah. when he used to do uh, it in the 90s yeah he'd be I, like i don't i don't want 50 i just want the the percentage and it works out if you do that <laughs> if it yeah. makes money yep yep well we'll see i mean i'm sure like once it comes once they get the money from digital and then like then they factor in blu-ray sales then they'll be able to be like yo it was a hit like we finally made like a little we, bit money back we on made, it. <laughs> we, we made 20 million bucks yeah yeah, on a, on yeah. A, Two hundred million dollars, well, but <laughs> yeah, but who know? But who knows with these studios? I mean, yeah, they they might be doing a Black Adam too. I mean, I yeah, know. I mean, I think they might just be like, because you know, a lot of people didn't even know who the character is, and I I know there was some yeah. confusion even with my friends, because like they were like, when some of them saw it with me, and they were like, oh, like why does he say Shazam? Isn't there another guy that does that? And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like so yeah. they were like really. So if you're not immersed in that, you're not gonna really know, you know. And he's kind of like, he's basically like a Superman. He's somewhat invincible like Superman. So it's kind of like, I don't know. How are you going to have a Superman and Black Adam? You can't have him fight because it's going to be silly. It's going to be like General Zod and Superman fighting is kind of like silly. So it's going to be interesting. Yep. All right. Let's uh, talk some movie trailers. A lot of them dropped last week. Some of them on the very same day. Uh, I'm just going to go with this one first because it's uh, been the most interesting one for me to like watch and hear about. So there is a black comedy thriller called Cocaine Bear um, coming out uh, <laughs> next year. Um, directed by Elizabeth Banks. Uh, this is her third uh, 
directorial effort. She directed Pitch Perfect 2 and then that Charlie's Angels reboot, which is not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. Um, yeah. And now this. Um, uh, Jimmy uh, Warden uh, wrote it, and it is inspired loosely, I hear, by the true story of Cocaine Bear, an American black bear who ingested a duffel bag full of cocaine in 1985. Um, it looks like after the bear does it in the movie, at least according to the trailer, he goes on a very wild killing spree. <laughs> um, I The cast, I mean, you got Carrie Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr., uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. There are some decent people in this. Is and it Ray uh, Le- uh, Aaron Aaron oh, Rankin there? Yeah, all the yeah, uh, uh, all, young, all, all I forgot yeah, his name. Yeah, Han Solo. Young, Han, young Han Solo, and then uh, Ray Liotta in one of his final performances before his uh, passing as well. Um, I saw the trailer and I was like, I thought it looks fun. I got it like was... snakes. I like got snakes on the plane vibes from it. Uh, but yeah. then like I, then I saw people. People were either posting on Instagram or Twitter. Best thing ever. Can't wait to see it. Or this looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, that's the I, reason to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think it looks pretty good. I mean, what a like what a pitch to a studio. Like, I'm gonna take this this story of this American black bear that ingested a duffel bag of cocaine and <laughs> run with it. I think they had to show like a lot of the money shots to like get people to be like, oh, this is Yeah, yeah, that I makes mean, sense. Yeah. I mean him chasing like the ambulance at the end of the trailer and like the it just <laughs> looks so ridiculous, but like so good. And like I don't know. I mean, like you have to know this can't be like serious. So that's why I thought it was so funny that like some people were like, "Oh, this looks terrible." Like, what were you expecting? Yeah, like, I, like when I first I, heard they were making something like this, I was like, "Wait, what? I thought it was a joke at first <laughs> yeah, when I first I, saw like the the poster, not the poster. When I first saw the, the headline, I'm like, "Yeah, no, this is uh, this is a spoof. This is satire. They're not. Yeah, what, what is this? No, th- this is a movie that it's gonna have like 15% critic score and like a hundred percent audience score. <laughs> watch, watch, watch. Or or it's gonna fucking like trick us and like critics are gonna love it. <laughs> You're gonna get like all those oh, yeah. like early, early first reactions that are like, oh, this is one of the best movies of the year. Like it's gonna be like one of those. I wouldn't be surprised. I can yell either way. I can see it going either way. Um it's one yeah. of those things that I saw and I go, This looks bonkers, and I, I don't care if it looks like it's ridiculous. I gotta watch it the first time. I gotta day. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like so like my thing was they released the poster the day before and I thought that was like yeah. cool enough. I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. It looks legit. And then when they dropped the trailer the next day, I was like, oh, I mean, I'm I'm all in on what they're trying to do. And I kind of yeah. feel like Elizabeth Banks seems like she has like a really good sense of humor too. Yeah. And I I I think she just wants the audience to be like, yo, this is like beat in on like the kind of dark comedy like joke with us um and not take it so seriously because i mean their twitter page i i, I forgot they do have like a cocaine bear twitter page with like the bear's picture on it and like i think i think the one of their headings was like i'm the bear that ate the cocaine this is my story and that was like and then they have the trailer <laughs> beneath it so like that's it's already perfect promotion and yeah like, i think this is the epitome of shut your brain off when exactly. you sit down in the theater and just have fun like don't even it, be like oh i'm gonna do an in-depth analysis of this and review it I'm like no no just 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 relax and watch it eat some popcorn yeah. and watch a, an insane bear go crazy you know it's so funny like, when i was watching i was watching the trailer you know you, you mentioned ray liotta yeah. he gave me that henry hill vibe yeah a little <laughs> the bit end yeah. Of Goodfellas. yeah a little bit that's hilarious yeah i definitely noticed that and like my friend was like, "Well, what do you mean by loosely based?" I was like, "I'm pretty sure just the part about the bear eating the cocaine is the true part. I don't think the murderous killing spree yeah. is like the true part." I did <laughs> read when I was I went to the wiki page and in the line <laughs> at the bottom it said, "The bear that actually the real bear is actually like displayed in some mall <laughs> in Kentucky, like oh yeah, or, I'm looking at yeah. it right now. It's stuffed, yeah, <laughs> with a hat on." <laughs> oh man that's hilarious i'm sure like people are going now there to take pictures of their selfies oh yeah i mean it'll probably yeah yeah i can imagine like that's gonna be a big tourist attraction once the movie comes out they all want to go like uh-huh. see it and take a picture with the bear uh but yeah i mean that's why that's why you, when you uh hear about stuff that's like loosely based on a true story or inspired by a true story 
make sure you read up on it first so you just don't go yeah. like this really happened yeah <laughs> even though, this, even this, though maybe, there's no way this is true know, even though like you kind of it'd be kind of cool to live in that headspace where yeah. like wait wait in 1985 a bear really ingested a ton of cocaine and just went on a ravenous killing spree <laughs> like oh man oh, well if you're interested in that movie um like we clearly are it comes out on february 24th 2023 oh is um, it the 24th or the third i thought it was uh, the third let me see it says 24th on the wikipedia page Oh, okay. Uh, for some reason, I saw, I saw the third, and I got excited because the second is my birthday. Oh, oh yeah, you want to see it? You want to see it on your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, my friends made so many inappropriate jokes in the comment section <laughs> for the trailer, yeah. especially because like I live in LA, and there's like a lot of places like like that we go to where it's like, oh, like if you go in that room, that's where what they're doing in there, and then like they're all like, yo, I heard the bear like stops there first. And does a bump and then leaves and goes on the killing streak from there. It's so yeah, you know I like it because it, it's invoking jokes like that. Like that is yeah. what it should be doing. And you know we do get a lot of serious movies, prestige movies that we all love, but we all need a check yeah. your brain at the door and uh, just sit back and enjoy it kind of film yeah. as well. We we all have to. We can't be going to the theater every single time and having to focus. 100 percent of your brain power to watch a movie sometimes it's good to go and relax and just chill um so next up um we have the long awaited well i guess not long awaited there's the last movie didn't come out that long ago but uh we got indiana jones 5 they dropped uh, their teaser trailer and we also got the official title for the movie which is indiana jones in the dial of destiny which has harrison ford reprising uh the role uh he says for the last time which makes sense because uh he's getting up there in age um but uh not directed by steven spielberg he's on as a producer but it is directed by james mangold who uh you know directed walk the line logan and he also co-wrote the script uh with jez butterworth and the movie also stars uh phoebe waller bridge antonio banderas uh toby jones boyd Holbrook, and mads milkinson uh you know what it's just a teaser trailer but it it kind of washed away all the bad feelings I had about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in yeah. like a minute and a half. So yeah. that's a good sign, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, I grew up. I grew up with the trilogy, and I loved every movie growing up. I loathe Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. <laughs> and, like... I re- and I remember that episode of South Park. I don't want to say what they're doing, but they talk about this, this Crystal too. Skull. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, uh, I've seen but it. yeah, I saw this. Ch- I saw this trailer and I was just smiling the whole way through, especially seeing John Reese Davies. I yeah. saw come back. That was amazing. Um, the de aging looks really great. Yeah, you know, sometimes that could like be hit or miss, right? And like uh, I, they did a really good job. Um, I mean, the shots we that say. we saw of him, oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Once he starts talking and moving, I don't know how it looks, but but for what I see, it looks great. The music when it comes out at the end, the slow version of the theme was pretty cool. I'm I'm yeah. excited. I saw Antonio. I didn't even know Antonio Banderas was in the movie until the trailer. Yeah, apparently he and, uh, uh, he he explained that he has like a smaller role in it. Um, uh, but he said that he had a lot of fun doing it. He uh basically plays someone that like kind of uh, Indiana Jones calls upon when he needs help and like, but you know he said he still had a great time like kind of playing around with Harrison Ford and. Uh, being part of that legacy. He said that James Mangold was a really solid director. I think that was a, if you are going to have Spielberg do it, James Mangold, I think was a pretty good choice Yeah, to take this on. And like, I always hate like talking down on Spielberg because like his, he has so many more hits than he has misses. Yeah. But like you said, I loathe Keaton with the Crystal Skull. And, yeah. and like, I feel like, you know, that was probably made with the best intentions. Like, you know, yeah. like, a commercial like a big commercial movie at that time shia labeouf uh was going places <laughs> and yeah. like i guess see what they maybe were trying to set up uh even having him maybe take on the mantle of it if they wanted to yeah. do something else in the future um it was just too much going on and it just it didn't feel yeah like there was it, way it, too much cg i remember that that yeah. it's overloaded and it's crazy because the cast was pretty good you know yeah, Kate Blanchett yeah, Blanchett's in, in it yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, that was a big disappointment. But yeah, well, watching this trailer and knowing that Mangol's directing, I, like you said, 
all the all the worry is washed away. The it looks amazing. Yeah, you know the production design, everything looks great. So I'm excited. I'm actually really excited about this. And, I, am too, uh, and I, I, I hope this is the last one because he's. I think he's over. He has to be over eighty. Yeah, he's over eighty. I think this is the last one. I know there was a story that uh, came out like maybe three weeks ago that they want to continue the IP somehow, like maybe via Disney Plus, like as a show. I don't know if that means like you uh, do some prequel kind of thing with a younger person or what they're going to do. Or, yeah. uh, or That'd be kind of hard, I- though. Yeah. Or you would have to do idea. like a new person. Yeah. Yeah. Or just take the idea of Indiana Jones and have like a new person kind of like yeah. kind of take on the mantle of it, I guess. Because uh, I, you know, they're, they're, it's Disney still. So they're all about maintaining yeah. that IP. Um, I wouldn't yeah. mind. Actually, I mean, I would say I wouldn't mind, but. If they were to do a TV show, I would like it to be back in the day, like 30s, 20s, 1910s, you know, yeah. old school. I don't want to see like <laughs> archaeologists in 2022, like using his iPhone. <laughs> Dude, <it's laughs> iPhone yeah. It would take away from the charm of it, wouldn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. It, would, like, it would completely yeah. take away the charm of it. Yeah. And I wanted to mention that about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What I think it lacked was like heart. It didn't have like the heart of like the first three movies and like and that's crazy because spielberg is really good at making you feel that usually um i think at the time it just uh, like i said i think the best intentions were there i just i don't think the story was right and i you know of course like you said the cgi and stuff wasn't that wasn't good either there were like a lot of things i just don't think completely worked but i think like this time around it seems like uh they're kind of getting it right uh like I know a lot of people were saying that like uh like you were saying that they were smiling like kind of ear to ear uh during the trailer so that's a that's a good sign like I mean I think every, I think that I think this trailer kind of evoked all like the 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 kid in us that like grew up watching these movies yeah. I think that minute and like what 30 some 40 some seconds yeah. uh did just that and that was just a teaser trailer so looking forward to what else they have coming yeah, from what when is it set for next yeah, uh, it actually opens on June 30th, which is my brother's birthday. So, oh, cool. So, it's gonna I got be a summer, summer yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be there first day. Yep, June 30th, 2023. And they also released a really cool poster that day from the movie. It's just like the Indiana Jones like silhouette. It's just like the whole thing is cool. Like, I, I think they get I think they did a really good job like giving us the first look at it. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, they did what they need to do. It washed away the. I don't want to say so. I guess stench is like the, a harsh word, but yeah. whatever residue was left over from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I kind of yeah. got rid of that a little bit. You know what um, I was, I don't know if it would have been kind of ridiculous, but somehow incorporate Short Round in there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> would that would have been cool. cool. And now I that, mean, they, they've I, been like maybe, buddy, buddy I don't again. know, maybe he's in there. <laughs> Yeah, they've been yeah. buddy buddy again. They reunited so maybe recently. They, they, like, maybe they did some extra shots or just have a little yeah. cameo in there. Just like, to, I don't think it yeah. shoots something. Hi, he's Andy. having like a, he's having a career resurgence right now. Like, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Like, it'd be perfect. I would love for that to kind of be a possibility. It's never too late. There's still time to shoot a little something. Just throw him in there. Yeah, That'd just like fun. a little, like a two minute. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm still alive. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so next up, um, this one actually surprised me the most because it actually looks decent, and I'm not a big Transformers fan. But uh, they also released a trailer for Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Um, I don't know if it was just the incorporation of like the Biggie Small song in the trailer, or like what <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm gonna straight up and say that's the only thing I liked about the trailer. I'm was, not a fan of Transformers. I, I was like kind of a little bit hyped for it, but I think it might have been that. I think it might have been like a combination of like music and some expertly cut uh, trailer footage that made it look probably better than what it is. But uh, yeah, directed by Stephen Cable Jr. and starring Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback. And there are a ton of people doing uh, offering their vocal talents to uh, the film, including Pete Davidson uh peter cullen's back as optimus prime uh signature role for him um ron perlman michelle yo offering her voice as well peter dinklage uh yeah i mean i i don't know i never know what to think about these movies because yeah. uh they like the first one i didn't mind because i was like all right it's it's fun like 
it's it is like a cgi overload and like it's a lot but like i had fun but yeah. then the, the the michael bay ones all the michael bay ones after that it felt like he felt like he was directing something very grand and epic and it was bigger than what it was like it was like his lord <laughs> of the rings <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it and then he made them longer and longer and well, like, you know no. what I, I actually we talked about this but I think the first four of Bay's Transformers made over a billion. If I they, if I'm they wrong, they did. They were very successful, especially over, and, I mean, overseas. They killed it. Yeah, even here. I think the really last won. one, the last one, is the one that didn't make as much. I, yeah, I so think. I. Th- but so, no. yeah, I think that's funny that the only good one, considered good one, uh, the one that critics liked, and I think a lot of audiences liked it, but it just didn't do as well. Was Bumblebee, and that didn't make as much money as like. Yeah. That's the, the one ones. I like the most. I, I actually like, like the middle one, Dark of the Moon. Moon, yeah. I like the. Yeah. I like. Is it Dark of the Moon? I think so. Let me like. I'll look at that. That's that would be the third uh, but one. But right? I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first first one I watched back in oh seven oh eight. I thought the opening scene was badass. Yeah. And I go, wow, this is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. And then I go, okay. <laughs> Then the rest of the movie happened. It wasn't. It wasn't horrible, but two, four, five are just trash disasters <laughs> of cinema. Right. It's just like, uh, yeah. I mean, it. Uh, you're right. Uh, it's uh, Transformers: Dark of the Moon. It's the third movie, uh, 2011. I remember when yeah, that one. Uh, that one I can watch without wanting to like smash my TV. Smash your TV. Like, and it's actually enjoyable. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like the fifth one, I couldn't believe. Like they were back in medieval times. Times, like, yeah. What what is going on here? Well, I mean, oh. I'm trying to. This trailer was. Uh, uh, let me see. It was a bit longer than like the other ones we've talked about, and um, I was just like, I. What what's always been missing from which is why I liked Bumblebee is that there was more of a human story in it. Like there was like the connection with like Haley Steinfeld's character, like there was a lot of emphasis on her as yeah. well as like the, you know, the cool stuff with Autobots and all that stuff. Like that's fun, but like if you want a good movie, I have to connect with like the humans in this too. And like I was trying to judge from this trailer if there is some of that in this or if it felt like it was more, no, just them, more just CGI. Yeah, I think overall. it's gonna be like an overload of the visual everything let's throw everything on the screen because that yeah. last few seconds or 20 seconds is like a billion robots and you're like oh, <laughs> yeah, here we yeah, go again yeah. yeah that is that last 20 seconds of just like an orgy of like robot violence <laughs> like that's all it is um yeah but like if i mean i feel i mean there is i think this i the- think these movies are more for like yeah i think it's more for kids because like kids were being all of the transforming part but like right, right. i don't think i could watch this in the theater like i'll probably i'll check it out once it, it's on streaming or something but i i don't think i'm gonna spend any money on it <laughs> unless it comes out and everybody's like oh my god this is a masterpiece then yeah, i'll probably you, go check it out but might, i don't I, check out. <laughs> I, I i could safely assume it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a masterpiece <laughs> like it's someone's like yeah. yo it's cinematic gold so. it's like the godfather of the transformers movies <laughs> Oh man! Well, yeah, uh, if and I think be- <laughs> I think there's another one on the way, right? I think they have another project. I I think so. Like uh, ready to go or something. Yeah. Like that? yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I think they're banking on this, like kind of restarting, uh, this stuff all over again. Uh, I mean, I get it for Paramount Pictures. It's that's a big franchise for them, so I get why they want to. Yeah. Keep keep it going, and I think like because I uh. At Joe Blow, I did like it was a while ago, but um, they did like a I worked a virtual presentation that they had for this movie, and the director was super passionate about like all the stuff that he was yeah. kind of going for in this and all the you know like wanting to please like all the fans and like you know knowing like yeah this is what it was really important for him like as he said to bring what Michael Bay brought to it, which is like you know the action all the overload like. CGI and effects, but they he kept emphasizing the Bumblebee stuff and why that movie worked. And even though it wasn't yeah. as financially successful as the other ones, I think it yeah. was critically well received though. And like I think that kind of does yeah. matter too. That that I think they also wanted to incorporate the human element. I hope they 
he still maintained that. I hope that didn't change. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, like I, I don't want to like shit on it. I do like the fact that has Anthony Ramos in it, and yeah, I, I'm gonna be intrigued to see if people go out to see this movie because, you know, people know him in the Heights, and I don't yeah. know if he's gonna bring that box office, you know, yeah. unless people they don't care about who's starring in the movie they just want to see transformers exactly want to see how interesting that box office is going to be that first weekend yeah people go out to see it no matter what yep well if you become if you become interested in seeing it in theaters instead of streaming uh it opens on june 9th 2023 that's gonna be a packed month dude uh next summer um i think it just opens like two or three weeks before indiana jones uh so i better enjoy its time at the box office before that movie arrives um uh next up we have a trailer for also uh dropped on the same day as the indiana jones trailer was uh guardians of the galaxy volume three which will be uh james gunn's last uh not just guardians film but his last like marvel project because he has to work exclusively with uh dc studios now um up in the air if it's the last like I think this is the last Guardians film, but I don't know if it's the last like hurrah Appearances for like some of the characters of, or, of everyone. Yeah. Um, but you got uh, you know, all the principals coming back, Chris Pratt, Zoe Zaldana, Dave Batista, uh uh Karen Gillian, uh Bradley Cooper's back at the voice of Rocket, Vin Diesel's still getting paid a certain amount of money to voice Groot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you got Will Poulter. What a Stephanie. gig. What a gig, dude. I think he got paid a decent amount of money, too, uh, to, to just say one line. Anyway, and then dub it in a bunch of other languages, too. Um, yeah. And then you got Will Poulter coming in as um, Adam Warlock. Um, I think out of all the trailers that, just from this and the ones that came out that day, I, and I know other people have talked about it, it feels like this is going to have like a, a very big emotional weight attached to it like i feel like they are yeah getting rid of at least one of them possibly more but it feels like uh at least one of them is going to bite the dust uh just based on the trailer alone and just like some of the reactions you can kind of piece together uh from watching the trailer uh marvel's really good at doing the whole like uh Uh, um I didn't hear anything. I, you froze, oh. so I didn't. Oh, sorry, hear sorry. Yeah, uh, no, I was saying. No, I was saying <laughs> that like, no, they're really good at like. It seems like that we are gonna lose someone here, and like Marvel's really good at kind of tugging at those emotional heartstrings a bit. Um, I don't know. I, a lot of people are worried about who it is. They already yeah. people think they know who it is. Um, yeah, I'll throw it out there too. It seems yeah. like it's gonna be Rocket. <laughs> um, yeah, I and- <laughs> I th- watching this trailer. I just feel like. It's all about getting everybody ready yeah. for loss. Yeah. I mean, it's all about, you know, all those little small lines that Rocket had. You see, like, Peter, like, crying out. Some, he's looking at somebody. He's crying out. So somebody's yeah. either dying or dead. So yeah. I, I'm a pretty – I'm going to be with you. I think it will be Rocket. I know Bautista said this will be it. I don't think yeah. he's doing any more Marvel movies or, like, being Drax. Right, Drax. Uh, so yeah. those two, so I don't know. I don't think they're gonna kill Peter or Chris Pratt. No, Chris Pratt. No. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, who knows about you know Karen or what's the with the tentacles? I always forget her name. Oh, uh, Mantis. Uh, yeah, Mantis. Yeah, Mantis, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Rocket's gonna be the one that's gonna make everybody shed a tear. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I mean, I you know, know because. I know. Uh, that last that you know that last time he was because we've seen him grow as a character and you can see that he's mentioned all the pain he's gone through in his life and now it's gonna be he says you know what let's just go for it i don't even care like he's basically saying i'm 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 i don't care if i die here yeah let's just do it it seems like they're really building up to his like true like hero moment like 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 having like whether it's a moment of sacrifice or whether whatever it might be in this um i had no i mean i guess like the character is important i just like i had no I, people were getting like super like even on twitter just posting like that one little shot of him where it looks like he's hurt and uh just some of the 
dialogue and then of course like peter's reaction to something that looks yeah. devastating like a lot of people are like no don't go there please don't let it be rocket and like but you know like it's interesting like i i do like that marvel's not afraid to kind of do that with some of these characters yeah. like i mean especially if this is going to be like the last one of these movies um like, I mean, where, where would you see it without james gunn i don't think they're making other guardians or I don't where think so else either. are they going to show up unless they come out of the new avengers movies in a few years yeah that's the only thing i could think of and because i think that james gunn has put his like stamp of approval on this franchise that it'd be hard to get someone else to come in and like do something better than what he had been doing and i mean i'm fine with them rap, rap, like i think I guess like Iron Man, like and uh, Captain America. Oh no, well we're getting another Captain America, but with a different person playing him. But yeah. like, I guess Iron Man wrapped up their standalone films, and like, you know, it's then now this one will too. Um, and they also have to deal with like kind of bringing Zoe Zaldana's Gamora kind of back into the fold because it's not. Yeah. She's not quite the Gamora they remember. It's the Gamora like, from the twenty fourteen, I guess. From the, yeah. The time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's that. That'll too. be interesting. So, yeah. So I think there's going to be that kind of emotional like tug of war, too, with the characters as well. Um, some people have like harped on uh, Will Poulter's look as Adam Warlock. A I thought bit. it looked pretty good. I, I thought it looked fine. Uh, I think some comic book fans are just nitpicky. <laughs> um, yeah. It's I thought <laughs> I thought he looked completely like fine in it. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see what he does. I I know he like bulked up considerably for the role and. Uh, I remember back in the day when like they were like they wanted Zach Efron to play this part. Like he was like one of the people that they really wanted to do it. Um, but I think Will Poulter is a really good choice uh, for this. Yeah. And and I think he looks I, don't know, I think he looks pretty good. I don't think he looks yeah. bad at all. I just, you know, I'm uh, trying to mentally prepare myself for yeah. what looks like a what's going to be a really like emotional uh, ride, I think. Yeah, it's 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 funny with me personally. Like I haven't been high on on Marvel or at the MCU it's the last phase. couple of years. Like I before like phase one, phase two, phase three, I was like in the theater day one for each movie. Yeah. And like for like four, I was I'm like, I'll watch it. Oh, I'll watch it next week. I'll watch it like like Wakanda for like I watch it like three weeks later or you know, yeah. I, I'm watching it, but it's not like I have to be there. And I'm like Ant Man, okay maybe i'll go but like this one i'm like i'm gonna be there day one and it is yeah. the last the last uh, mcu like project that i'm gonna be super excited for excited about. yeah <laughs> you know speaking of we were talking about songs that like that ant-man trailer it's it's the goodbye yellow big road that uh yeah. elton john they play in that and like i was like I, my friend was like you think this looks better than what it does don't you because they're playing that song i was like i don't know i think so sometimes the song it just helps out like <laughs> like it the helps, transformers man. one like yeah oh. like, it's like shazam hype. when they use eminem song eminem, yeah it just like, hype, oh my God. It hypes you up a little bit that's like i don't know like whatever works um but yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three comes out on May fifth, twenty twenty three. I'm guessing that that will kick off our summer twenty twenty three uh, in a big way. Um, you know, of all I, the trailer, I think that movie is gonna be huge. To I be think honest. it is too. That's I think make it is too. A ton of money. I kind of think so. Like this year, it was Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness that kicked off the summer, and that did really, really well. I think it did four eleven, four hundred eleven million here. I can see guardians this new one topping that at least here mm. what did wakanda make total is it i mean it's uh, still in the theater, so far like, it's still in the theaters it? um i think it's approaching 400 million uh domestic and then like earlier this week it was at 733 worldwide um and it, you know it's gonna well it's gonna slow down but it's it's gonna get like uh a few bumps from like the holiday season just because like yeah. other than avatar there aren't gonna be like a ton of big movies uh playing throughout December and then films like if they're even kind of good get like a bit of a bump like between like right before yeah. Christmas and then the new year um there's still a big you know I don't know if Wakanda Forever is going to hit a billion because it's not going to open in China and yeah. our rush our Russia and that was a huge China was a huge market for it the first time around yeah because the first Russia one was, was like 1. 1.2 or something 1.3 yeah uh, yeah uh, the first one made 1.3 billion and you know China was 105 million of that. So like that's money yeah. that not they're not going to get. Um you know, it's funny cuz we like talked about that just like 
going back to the beginning, like if Black Adam had China or Russia in play, like we, we oh, it wasn't talk- it didn't, Wait, it didn't play no, that. No, it didn't get released uh, there. And it's be and like it's because then, you know China has like really strict rules about what they'll show and like you know what their standards are. It with Wakanda Forever, it was because of a brief moment between two female characters. Well, what happened they, in Black Adam? I can't even I remember. Could, well, I can't remember what it was about Black Adam that they were like, no. Well, I can't, I'm trying to think what what would be taboo in China. Yeah, but like you know, hmm. if if they got a release there, like it'd be a totally different story because like uh, Dwayne Johnson is pretty huge like overseas, especially there. Probably could have done like an extra fifty, seventy. Yep, and maybe that makes a huge difference, dude. Uh, but you know what they were saying? Hmm. I think actually said like. Uh, the last few MCU titles haven't been released in China either. Uh, like I think the last eight. Um, and was uh, and, No Way Home? No Way Home wasn't either. No, and like you know, they that probably would have pushed itself past like two billion dollars if it had been released. Yeah, that made yeah. a shitload of money. It made, I mean, it, it made a lot of money with, without China. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't need it. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be really, really huge. Um, and hopefully a bit of a game changer. I mean, I know people have been like on the fence about this last phase of Marvel. Um, definitely been some hits and there's definitely been some misses and then some like, meh, okay. <laughs> in, yeah. in between. It's, it, it's been all over the place. I mean, there, I, <laughs> I think <laughs> love and thunder was the biggest disappointment for me. I, oh, I love I... Eternals. I, it's, it was my favorite of, of the phase four. And okay. then like uh Shang Chi was very entertaining. No way yeah. home and No uh, Way Home was good. Wakanda Forever. And uh Doctor Strange, I, that was all over the place for me. I still need to watch it one more time, but I wasn't the biggest fan. What else came out? Yeah, then you have the TV shows mixed in because they count. Oh, Black Widow. Yeah, yeah Black Widow. And Black I, Widow yeah, I was forget, I was forgetting yeah, about Black I Widow. I actually like that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I liked Black it Widow. It came out uh, so early. I know. I love No Way Home. Eternals didn't like at first when I saw it in the theaters, and then when it came on Disney Plus and I watched it again, I thought it was much better than what my first viewing yeah. of it was. Uh, I, like I, you said, I thought Chang Chi was really fun too. Um, it was funny is that I loved Thor Ragnarok, and but I just kind of felt Thor: Love and Thunder like Ragnarok way too hard. Like it was like it doubled down on like what kind of worked in that previous movie, and kind of made the character a joke. And yeah, I it was kind of like Taika going, "All right, ideas. All right, we'll do this. We'll do every everybody. Give me some ideas. We're gonna put it all in the movie." Yeah, it was yeah. Just kind of exactly. like I didn't know what was going on. I, it was it was I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I was expecting you know, <laughs> for lack of a better word, better than yeah, from Taika. Yeah, and especially because they, you know, I was I was excited for Natalie Portman to come back and like actually have something to do. There was like a lot of like things that like. I did. I did. There's certain things I did like. I thought Christian Bell was acting in a much better movie that he was in on his oh, own. Oh yeah, he he was doing something else. I thought <laughs> yeah. he was definitely the best part. Was, the Russell like, Crowe was <laughs> Russell Crowe was so ridiculous. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And it was funny because I read something that uh, Russell was like, "Do you want me to do this silly accent?" They're like, "Yes, yes, do it." Because he was just gonna do his regular uh, Austra- uh, Australian Australian yeah. accent, which yeah. would have been fine. But yeah. they're like, no, dude. <laughs> it's one of the worst <laughs> accents I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. When I was watching it too with Christian Bale, I was like, dude, what movie is he in? Because it's a better yeah. one. <laughs> it's a much better yeah. one. Uh, you know, my favorite like version of Thor so far, like as a character, because it was a nice balance of him being like serious and like uh kind of funny. Like, like he still had a sense of humor, but he was like still serious enough. I think Infinity War is like my best. Like that's like the best yeah. he's been overall as a character. If you want to balance the whole like, yeah. all right, some of what he does in Thor Ragnarok and like some of what you need to keep him as to keep him like a legitimate character, I think that's the right balance. Yeah. I think Thor: Love and Thunder made him I, they way went, too over the top. They so went. Like, they went. No, no. I mean, they they <laughs> like I, I agree with Infinity War. He was level head. He was smart, and then like. <laughs> Love and Thunder. He was like <laughs> a stupid, a bimbo. He was like yeah. a bimbo. Yeah, he was. <laughs> it was just like, what? What is this? Like, it's okay to be dumb, you know, be, yeah. to be funny, but it was just too much. 
agree. There were a funny, a few funny, funny parts in the movie with you know him, him and his axe. Or oh know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that, it was just way too much over the top. I, and yeah, even I he, I just read a thing about Chris Hemsworth. Like, if I come back for part five, I need to. It has to be more. It, goes, it has to go in a different direction. Like yeah, more, yeah. Because like, he, yeah. even he can say like, "Whoa, this is ridiculous." Yeah, I think he can read fan reaction and know like. And I don't think it's anything against Taika Waititi. I think it's just like, you know, they gave him because of what he how successful he was with Ragnarok. I think they gave him a lot of creative freedom to yeah. do what he wanted. And there's just too much freedom. They need, he needs to be dialed back like, yeah, several notches <laughs> a little bit, um, yeah. to, to make it a more grounded movie. Um, you know, of all the trailers that we talked about, what do you, which trailer do you think presented the movie that it was selling the best? Like, which one? Hmm, I'm gonna say indie because it. I had my trepidations like, and then that was just gone when I first saw it. I knew Guardians is, you know, I I trust yeah. James Gunn. I know he's gonna bring it, so I I wasn't worried about that. The indie one, I was just like, okay, let's see what's this. All. Is he gonna look silly with the, the aging? Is gonna this eighty year old man running around? <laughs> Uh, like you know Robert De Niro with the horrible where he's yeah. trying to kick the guy in Irishman and he's oh, like oh god <laughs> oh that's so awful I love yeah. Irishman but that one part is is I have it's to cringe forward. it's cringe worthy dude um yeah you know I'm gonna go with you I was in Indiana Jones because that was the one I was like I don't know how this is gonna turn out and like you said I had faith in what James Gunn was gonna do with uh Guardians um I will. I will honorable mention Cocaine Bear only because, because I yeah. feel like it's. Oh only yeah, fair. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> be watching fair. that day one. I don't yeah, care yeah. if it has a zero yeah. percent on on tomatoes. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'll watch be it. sitting there with my popcorn, like ready to take that all in. But uh, yeah, but as far as like overall like surprise, I think uh, like Indiana the Indiana Jones trailer really got me. And then once the score started playing in the in the trailer, like the fact that John Williams is still scoring yeah. movies. I, I, how old is he now? Like, is this going to be his last official movie? Because I know I, he wants to retire. I think it might be. Yeah. And what a way to go out. It's like one is one of his most memorable themes. So if it is, then that's a good way to go out. Yeah. I think. Because he's what? I think 91. Yeah. He's yeah. He's old. I mean, I mean, it's still going at it, man. Like good for good for him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Other than I mean, other than Hans Zimmer, I think he might be my favorite uh, movie composer. And they, they I both mean, make you can epic go, themes. If, if you say, what's the most epic theme songs of all time? And he's probably going to have like six of them. Six of them. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the biggest movies ever made. You know, Star yeah. Wars, Indiana Jones, you know, Jurassic Park, E.T., Harry yeah. Potter. Yep. Yep. Everybody, everybody forgets he did Harry, the first two yeah. Harry Potter, or the first Harry Potter. Yep. He did the yeah. Olympic theme. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. That's his theme. I think my trifecta is like John Williams, uh, Hans Zimmer, and Danny Elfman. I think yeah. they were my like my Elfman favorite. Cool. Yeah, uh, those are my three favorite. But yeah, but John Williams, like if you think of like any of the biggest movies ever made, like, like yeah, he did that one too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think he's done some incredible ones. I I will say that his, I think his best best uh, score is Schindler's List. Uh, oh, wow. That one song is just. Oh yeah! Every time I hear it, makes me cry. Yeah, and just the whole. And I remember the story of him telling Steven Spielberg, "I can't. You need to find somebody better to score this movie." Because he watched the movie, he's like, "I can't do this." Yeah, and he goes, "I can't find any better. They're all dead. You have to do it. (laughs) You have to do it." He's like, "All right." (laughs) Well, uh, Tony, thank you for uh, joining me for a little quick trailer discussion today. as always, you're more than welcome to come back whenever you like, because uh, you have some good insight and some good takes. And um, I'll be sure to uh, link uh, your Instagram page and your podcast at the bottom of our description of this episode, so they can cool. check out your page and then uh, also, uh, you know, listen, rate, and subscribe and review to your podcast, because we are all in this together and we all want to collaborate together and all do great work together. So. Yeah. Uh, that no, I appreciate you you uh, messaging me and just say, hey, you want to jump? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's and, do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, I could officially be a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. You will this time. You will officially be a guest this time. Um, and then, as always, guys, you can listen to us across all your various podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, 
good pods wherever you like to get your podcast fits we are there and uh we have a lot coming up our uh spinoff first spinoff episode drops on friday and then we have our 25th anniversary scream 2 episode dropping on monday and then i'll be recording a 20th anniversary episode for 25th hour next week and then there's some more stuff coming up for uh christmas related episodes it's a good time to be busy trying to get this all out of the way before the holiday starts and catch everyone before they go do all the family and friend stuff that's around the corner (laughs) i know that's why i'm trying to that's why i'm trying to stockpile like episodes yeah (laughs) um but yeah until next time guys thank you for joining us and we'll see you soon